for each of these exercises, I am on a Windows 7 machine, an Alienware M17X laptop, using 16 gigabytes of RAM, a 64-bit operating system. I have an AMD Radeon HD 7970M mobile graphics card. Every time I click with the left mouse button, you'll see a red circle or a circle highlight the area that I'm selecting. This will allow you to follow along with which buttons I push, objects I select, or things that I'm changing. I am using Revit 2014 from Autodesk. So in this module, we're going to be discussing construction documents. We'll look at sheet borders, uh, full-fledged borders with all kinds of information, or just presentation borders. We'll look at adding views, scale bars, creating views, also how to embellish some of those views, different ways that you can work with line work. We'll also start looking at what happens if you have a billing plan that's larger than the sheet, uh, at least to show it a, a decent sized scale. We'll look at how to create scope boxes for that. We'll look at plan regions for elements that don't necessarily show up when you uh, place them on a plan. We'll look at a couple different things as far as adding schedules, sections, elevations to your sheets, and also how to make those a little bit more lively than just a standard Revit elevation. So if you open the 2014-conf-room.rvt file, so the 2014 conference room file, you'll see I've got a conference room set up with a small catering area next to it. Now when you first open an architectural template inside a Revit, you'll receive the building elevations so these already exist in your building it also comes in with a sheet border so if we take a quick look at the sheets in our project browser scroll all the way to the bottom from your your views and you can expand the sheets and see what sheets are already created now all, some of these have already been created some of these uh, need views placed on them so what we're going to do is we're just going to open this A1 first floor and when you see over on the left hand side if it has a plus sign that means a view has already been placed for that sheet since A1 does not have a plus sign on it that means there's no views placed on that sheet so here we have the the standard Revit title block and you can see there's all kinds of information here that you can start to edit if you go into edit type there's not a lot of parameters so what you have to do is you have to physically edit this border. It's a family. So you can change a few things like the project number, issue date, author, checker, the sheet number, the scale. Once you start placing views on the sheet, this should fill in automatically. And it automatically fills in a, a date and time that this is being printed and actually it's being viewed at. But to edit this, like I said, if you want to change something in this bottom portion that's live but these consultants this information here if you want to put a client logo you have to edit that within the border so you select the border and you just say edit family so now you can change this this is an image so if you wanted to place a client logo there you could place it there you can edit this URL to be whatever you want it to be and then if you have consultants you can start to list the consultants names address and phone numbers and contact information so now 
if you look here, these are some of the parameters. And you can see that it's, it's just called label. So when you go into the sheet, that's why you can change it is because it's got a label parameter to it so you're able to change it now our sheet was called a1 you can see that the example here in the family is a dash 0001 so this you can change within there or you can change the format to whatever you want to use here once again like I said the scale will show up the date and these are the, the parameter names so when you look at your family parameters see there's not a whole lot there just because these are, are different than regular parameters these are labels so that's why you can change them in the sheet but not necessarily as a parameter so back to our sheet our a1 sheet we can always rename it so if you want to say a-01 that'll update here it also updates over in your project browser now we can start placing some sheets, or sorry, some views on our sheet. Now I've gone ahead and I've given a level two, level three. So the level three is the top, is the next level of my conference room. Level two is the, the level that th this is. So if we look at level two, you see this is what we have. So right now this is at eighth inch scale. It's at coarse detailing. It's a hidden line style. So if I close this and I just drag this over to the sheet, it's going to place it here. So obviously, now you can see down here in the bottom right, the eighth inch scale showed up. Obviously, I don't need this much view for that sheet. But what it's doing is, is it's applying a crop region. So we actually have to go back to our view. And if we scroll down in our properties bar, you can see crop region and annotation crop. So now that gives me this this border. So the dashed line is showing you the annotation crop. The other solid border is the view cropping border. So if we start to adjust that to fill just with the floor plan, we start to get a view like that. If I go back to the sheet, you can see that border now does that. Now that border won't necessarily print but it gives you an idea of how big the view is. So as you can see, when I drag, if I select and drag the view, the title bar moves with it. It's not a problem because you can select the title bar separately and adjust that. So if you have this long extension line, you actually have to select the view to be able to grab the dot to resize. So if we zoom in here, and here you can change the view name. Once again, if you select just the title, you can't really change anything. What you have to do is you have to select the view to change the, the name. So we'll say Floor Plan Conference Room. It's going to ask you, do you want to rename corresponding level and views? You can say yes or you can say no. So we'll say yes here. So you can see automatically it renamed both the floor plan and the ceiling plan to have that same title. So now I'm going to drag my ceiling plan over. So it's telling me that that view is already placed. We'll say close. I'm going to go down to my sheet. I'm going to combine all of these views onto one sheet. So I'm just going to delete that view from the sheet.
actually you have to go into the view or the sheet and then say delete from the sheet you can't just select the title and or the, select this right click and delete it doesn't like doing that so now I'll go close this view and I'll go back and I'll add in my ceiling plan once again it gave us a, a really large bounding box so I'm gonna take a look at this or view cropping view say crop view once again I'm just gonna drag these in and they don't have to be exact you don't have to match the exact same thing that's happening on the floor plan it probably should be close just so that your views are similar so now that view set up I'm gonna drag this and you can see the center of these views start to line up so if I just drag you can see I've got that dashed blue dashed line that's saying okay the center of these views are lining up does that mean that the center of the room is lining up or is it just the view so if we look here and I'm just gonna draw a quick detail line and you can see yeah they're pretty much lining up so it's it's not taking from the center of the view it's taking from the room or from the the objects that are in that view so I'm gonna grab this and you can see it does the same thing with the title as well so this I actually want to rename reflected ceiling plan but then it's going to give us the error again do you want to rename all corresponding views if you say yes it changed both our floor plan and this so we have to be careful with that so what we can do here is if I select this view you can scroll down so you see view name and then you see title and sheet so here I can type in reflected ceiling plan conference room and say apply so now these two views are named the same but on the sheet they appear differently and for our purposes maybe these views are too small so I want to change the scale well you can change that over here in your properties bar I can make this a quarter inch you can see that's, that view is going to grow so I'll just have to replace them once again I'll change this to a quarter inch by drag now you can see here's where it gets a little tricky as it's aligning the titles now it's aligning the views so first you probably want to align the views and then you can drag the title to line up second that way you can make sure that it's doing what you want it to so now I have a floor plan and my ceiling plan on on our sheets so now that we have our floor plan and our ceiling plan on our sheet I want to add a couple of views I want to create a floor plan for finishes and a floor plan for equipment. So what I'm going to do is underneath the project browser, I'm going to select the floor plan. I'm just going to right click and say duplicate view and we'll say duplicate. So now I've created this plan and we're going to right click on the black name, the highlighted name, say rename and I'm going to call this finish plan. 
say OK. So the first thing I want to do is I'm going to create some borders and just a general floor pattern. So I'm going to do that really quickly and we'll come back and I'll show you some visibility graphics that you can help control the view. So here I've created our finished plan and I've got a border for the conference room and then it would have an interior carpet or finish and then I just use a 12 by 12 VC tile in our little catering room. So what these are, these are just filled regions so you can find that underneath the annotate tab, filled region. And if we wanted to infill this centerpiece, go ahead and create a, a rectangle to fill that centerpiece. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say I'm going to edit the type. And I'm just going to say duplicate. And actually, first thing I'll do is I'll change it to solid black. And then I'll say duplicate. And we'll just call this carpet 2. Say OK. And let's change the color to we're going to use a shade of gray here, so we'll go a really light gray. Say OK. The first thing you notice is now my filled region is covering my door, my furniture has disappeared. So what I didn't do there, if I select that filled region and say edit type, is I didn't make it transparent. So that's one of the things that you should do if you're creating finished plans. When you create it transparent, now you can see everything through it. So our door swing, it goes through, things like that. What you have to be careful of is in a finished plane, you may want to show the furniture, but you may not want it to be this color. So you may want to, you may not want it to be black because that's not the purpose of the finished plane. So what you can do is if you, if you type VG or VV, or go to View and Visibility Graphics, we can do some overrides here. So if we take the furniture, for instance, and we can change the patterns, we can change different objects, we can turn them off, we can half tone them. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to halftone furniture and furniture systems and say apply. And okay. So now you can see that the furniture is grayed out. So some of my other equipment is still showing up. So these are specialty equipment items. So once again, if I go to VV and I scroll down and I find specialty equipment, if I want them on, I can halftone them. If I don't even want them on, I can just uncheck this box. Say okay. Now my specialty equipment's disappeared. Now in this plan, I don't necessarily want to show the elevation. So I could highlight the elevation and the view. You can see we have two objects selected there, elevations and views. And I could right click and say hide in view. Or once again, if you go to VV and go to the annotation tab, I can say, okay, I don't want to see my elevation tabs. Say okay. So now I've got a nice finished plan. We can add some notes to it. So we'll go to annotate, just add a quick note. We'll say VCT1. And we'll get a leader off of that. Zoom in and we'll just kind of point to it. I'm just going to copy this note. And you can see, when you drag it down, it's kind of locking it in position. That way all of your notes line up at the front. Now you can always move it, but you can see it's going to kind of lock so that your text all lines up. This just helps with the way that the, the views work. So we'll just call this CPT1 for Carpet 1 and CPT2 for Carpet 2.
So then you can also add some dimensions. So if we want to add, okay, this is going to be two feet. And then I'm going to select, zoom in here, select the text. And I want to say below, I want to just type in typical. So TYP period. So now that way we can say, okay, the border is two feet typical. So now I have a nice finished plan set up. So if I go back to my sheet, I can now drag my finished plan over. You can see it's going to align the center of the views, or it's going to align the title. So we'll just align the center of the views. And then I'm going to drag my title so that it aligns. And then I'm just going to kind of eyeball that corner. And you can see there it's snapping as well. So the lines are snapping. The bubbles are all the same. So we now have our finished plan.